He's the guy who will mumble and grunt, a piece of shit always telling it blunt. Now with Tobias as our guest, it's our big McMurray fest. Siaso, get ready to talk about... Whoa, Matt, no! For what? I was going to say, talking about Lady Junk? How's that any better? That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday, and that means we are once again hanging out at the Produce Stand, a podcast covering everything in that universe. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other Letterkenny podcasts out there, but this one is about to say a certain C word a hell of a lot tonight. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room as always is lovely Cute. Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the very vindictive Vic- Victor. And joining us this week, he's a D-Gen. Uh, he's a listener from Missouri. He's a bearded beauty, and he just came back. Oh, he just came to Toronto to see Wu-Tang Clan this weekend, and we got to meet him in person. Uh, please join me in making some noise for Tobias. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Welcome back to the produce stand, Tobias. How are you now? Oh, I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> We're happy to have you. It's been so long since we've seen you. Tobias, I, I was just like standing beside you, giving you like several hugs. And, and I'm, I have to tell everyone, you are a great hugger. Oh, well, thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I can attest. You're, you're, you're a solid, solid hugger. <laughs> Well, here we go. How are you now? Tonight's lineup is going to be Tanya, Matt, Al, Victor, and our guest Tobias. We'll have the last word. Tanya, how have you been? Mm. You're first. It was thirsty Thursday. I was drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a busy week. Oh my gosh. Uh, Tobias, I, as I mentioned, we were just seeing you. Um, that was Sunday, wasn't it? Uh, was that Sunday? Was it Sunday? Yeah. Days are blurs. Yes. Was it Sunday or Saturday? Sunday. Sunday. It was Sunday. 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 It was Sunday. It was, uh, yeah, it was so fantastic to, to see you and, um, uh, be in Toronto. And, uh, we were there with a few of our listeners. Um, we had, uh, Cassie and, um, um, Miriam, Miriam and, Juan. and Juan and, and Victor, you were there. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm looking through the circle. Who is that? The mirror. The I see. Romper room. I see. That might only be a Who Canadian. Was, was there romper room in the U.S. or is that just a Canadian thing? I don't, they I, had polka door. Polka yeah, I, door. I think it was on. I, I I remember jokes about it. I never watched it. Oh, okay. Polka door. Who do you see through the, yeah, the mirror? The magic we, mirror. We 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 had passepartout. too. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't a magic mirror. It was just a mirror with no fucking back to it. So she was just looking through the mirror. It's not a magic <laughs> it was mirror. It's all good. Anyways, uh, yeah, we're on Thursday. I don't know how we got to October, but here we are. Yep. And we've got uh, Thanksgiving is coming up on Monday. So this is a long weekend for us. Canadian Thanksgiving. Yep. Canadian Thanksgiving. And um, and then very, it's... Very random day. It's mm-hmm. U.S. Um, oh, I'm going to get this wrong. U.S. is also have um uh, what a long weekend. Yeah, Columbus Day, is it Monday? Tobias, uh, maybe 
Yeah, Maybe. <laughs> Pretty, I think it's Columbus Day. Anyways. The source of truth. Uh, we, I mean, we, we, the, the U.S. doesn't really celebrate Columbus Day very much anymore. Right. I mean, you know, they're, 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 it is often Indigenous Day here. So now it's Indigenous like Day. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, it's it's just been, and I'm super excited about tonight and Shorzy coming out. Like, how excited are you? He's super coming out? excited. Well, <clears throat> episode another three, episode. Victor, that's the one oh. that we might might be in so might be allegedly in. allegedly allegedly yeah we could be joeyed we could be yeah but i so I'm, excited I'm, I'm fingers crossed that we're not so uh, excited so getting ready for that all right matt how have you been and uh, let me comment on your beautiful cbc hoodie i love that thing i'm a little jealous <gasps> oh is that embroidered? is that embroidered or, or, or oh yeah no it's yeah. yeah it's it's fully on there wow. like it's it's beautiful this is a, another retro kid one mm-hmm. um so i love it love it and it's super comfy, which is even more why I'm wearing it because mm-hmm. I'm kind of feeling like I need to get comfy tonight. I forgot to but mention I, something. Can I just jump in for a quick? Sure. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll allocate some of my time. Do you? Okay. No, no. I went to the I, I went to the eye. Do- I have to say, I went to the eye doctor. Everyone should. <laughs> you should because you never know what you're missing. And I was just given a, a peek into the vision world of oh, here's what you don't see, and here's what you should be seeing, and that's always a fun treat. So. Uh, that happened. I just wanted it to. It sounds like, a, like we're dwelling into the quantum realm here. <laughs> it's oh. like, oh dear. I'm, oh, just, I'm, she's very blind. I am and, missing a, a certain p- part of my world yeah. and uh, hopefully it will be opening up to me soon. <laughs> and, and she drives, yeah. folks. She drives. No, no, no. It's not the distance stuff. Oh. That distance stuff is good. It's all the upfront stuff. So if 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 uh, I'm messing up my spreadsheets, the sixes and nines and threes are blending. <laughs> Al, what she's telling you is stay very, very far, far, far away when you're disrobing. Unless you're into a 369. <laughs> 369. <laughs> okay, Matt. Sorry. My, Sorry. I mean, why am I apologizing? I didn't do that. No, but you, you allotted time for that. I know. I, I'm <laughs> sorry. I didn't know it's what important. I was getting myself yeah. into. My, my, week's been, uh, my week's been good, actually. Uh, I mean, I got to hang out with Tobias the other day. That was pretty awesome. Um, I know I didn't get to join the Toronto um, expedition there, but he and I sat down and had some pumpkin spice lattes together at a Starbucks in Mississauga. So oh, that's fun. That was- yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was that was a highlight of my week. It was great, man. I, I really enjoyed that time that uh, you and I got to hang out. So uh, can't wait till next time you make your way up north. Uh, uh, likewise, and I'm looking forward to the next time. Absolutely, bud. Um, work's been work was an interesting week, and then I had the last couple of days um, a, a new high. So I don't know. I, I've talked a bit. I do process management stuff, but a lot of what I get paid for is to come up with ideas. And sometimes I have dormant periods and just. The last couple of days, I think I've found my new golden idea. It's nothing really to share here, but it's a bit of it. I'm I'm pitching it early. I've seen to have early buy-in and it's kind of a bit of a game changer for how we support our customers. Oh. Um, so I'm pretty excited about it. We're going to push it through. I'll, I'll share a little bit more when I, when I'm able to, um, but I'm pretty excited about what, what I've come up with and uh, early sharings with my boss and other leadership all seem to be aligned that this is something worth pursuing. So oh, that's so um, exciting. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited. I get it when I, when I get into something too, like I'll have times where I go 
quiet at work. I'm like, I just can't, I can't get the, the anything going. But once I come up with that idea, I get really stupid excited. Mm-hmm. And this is one I'm really stupid excited about. So I've that's seen you cool. really stupid excited. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I do that with work too. You're so hard to I, contain I, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I, I was on a call with a, one of my data guys today and he's like, look at you. I haven't seen this Matt in a while. I'm like, right, let's do it. But um, so excited before I, before I hand up, I got to share a quick story. Mm-hmm. Um, I once in a while buy stuff from or order things off a of Kickstarter. I don't know if anyone ever supports random stuff off there. I bought a few things over the years. So anyways, about eight months ago, whatever, I bought into a sponge. This sponge I'm handing in my hand. I know this is an audio podcast, but this is a sponge that I'm holding in my hand. It's I thought called, they retired those. No, no, no. It's called the forever sponge, right? <laughs> I do all, we don't have a dishwasher. I wash all the dishes here. We use a lot of sponges. This thing was talking about sustainability, yada, yada. It, it's supposed to be able to be used over and over and over and over, and over again. doesn't smell. You can clean it, yada, yada, yada. Anyways, what's so fantastic about this hilarious story to me was they talk about how indestructible this thing is. Okay. So about a week and a half ago, I got an email from the Kickstarter campaign saying, hey, shipments are on their way. Mm-hmm. Within the email, it actually said, we encourage you to open the vacuum seal bag with the sharpest knife you have. Right. Because it's indestructible. Okay. Cool. All right. They're putting it, they're putting it to the test. Fast forward a week. So a couple oh, days no. ago, we get another email that says, uh, there's a contest, you know, for your best opening review video, blah, 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 blah. We're a $500 giveaway. Yada, yada. Cool. Fast forward to today. Mine just arrives. I hadn't opened it or got it this time. A new email comes in and, I, and I'll quickly pull up and read the headline that basically says, if you have unopened sponges, please don't open with intent to cut through the sponge. <laughs> the sealed sponges are prone to being damaged with aggressive cutting. So clearly, <laughs> somebody's like, <laughs> clearly, some of these sponges didn't hold up to the knife test. And when I got it, I, I should, I wish I had the packaging on the actual vacuum sealed package. Mm. It says, Use your best knife to open me up, like right on the fucking back. <laughs> They're so like mar- dying. marketing faux pas. Oh my god, I'm dying. I had to share that because I was I've been laughing all afternoon to this fucking thing. So uh, the sponge, I'm sure, is going to be great, but mm-hmm. this whole marketing fail, as you called it, um, <laughs> I, I watching the string of emails made my whole week on that one. It, just, it was fantastic. So I had to share that today on Sponge World. <laughs> it's a lot of ruined sponges out there right now. Yeah. There's a joke, there's a sponge worthy joke in there somewhere, but I don't know. Uh, God. I, I can't think of it right now. I thought you were going to say that somebody cut themselves and they had video of it because of all these failed. Oh, but then they have a sponge I, that can mop up the I, blood. I thought so that that's actually, where you were going. I'm like, it's fine. people are like, has. maybe they took a knife and went right through the sponge into their hand. Into their hand. Yeah. Yikes. That's where I thought you were going with it. Somebody, I was like, oh dear. <laughs> dear. Somebody, Hot, too many hospitals. There's a, a lawsuit right yeah. there. Somebody took out a samurai sword. <laughs> yeah. And this is how this I'm that old now that I get excited about sponges, sponges. arriving. Them. All right. So have you tried the sponge yet? No, no. I just, I just opened it and okay. brought it to the camera. So, all right. Is it scratchy? Uh, it's actually quite soft. Is it? So yeah. 
Oh. Okay. I'll let you know how it works out. Yeah, well, it's a sponge. We expect a full sponge review by next week. <laughs> is it steel wool? I need to know no. more about the sponge. No. The sponge now. Awesome well, I'll, says, I'll, I'll, awesome I'll says say, say sponge one more time. It must be, sponge. It must be one of those things where it sounds, the more you say it, right? <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. My week, uh, just been busy with work. Uh, nothing, nothing too uh, uh, out of the ordinary there, except uh, season five of Yes We Were Open has launched this week, and Huzzah. I re um, rebranded the other podcast from Shop Talk to Just Good Business. So that started this week. That. So, oh my god, too. Anyway, uh, so that that's <laughs> been busy and, and and continues to be busy. Uh, Tanya and I started Sex Ed <gasps> season four. We did. It's so much fun. It it's is so good. If you if oh, you, it's a show, yes. <laughs> the show sex up, season four. Sorry, I had a moment. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, and uh, back to the kinky. If, uh, if you guys, if you guys enjoyed uh, the first three seasons, season four starts off really, really well. Oh my! So, um, what's the what's the guy's name? Uh, what? The, I, he just is my favorite. Oh, I've, the, I've forgotten his name. Yeah, I forget his name too. Anyway, oh my god, it's, it's a really good. He's show. just phenomenal. Just the timing on him mm. is amazing. He's very good. He is super funny. Uh, Smartless. Uh, I got excited because oh, and this, you can get distracted by the D. Go ahead. Yeah, the Smartless um, <laughs> uh, on the road uh, series that they that they did back at the end earlier this year. If, if anyone listens to the Smartless podcast, they went on the road with their podcast. Um, and, uh, they recorded like a doc series following them on the road. Uh, and it just became available today in Canada. So I, I watched the first episode today. I'm a big fan of the, of the podcast. And so far the, uh, the doc it hasn't disappointed. So if you guys like the podcast, I highly recommend What's the, the name pod. of it again. Smartless. Smart list. Yeah. Smart less. Oh, smart less. Yeah. So they're gotcha. not, they're not smart. Um, and, uh, Tanya and I finished lie to me and, uh, she's very sad about that, but, um, it was, uh, it was it's good. Such good. a great good, show. Good series. Fun series. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't have a whole lot other than that. Like, yeah, I've been working like a dog yeah, and so. watching a lot of TV. That's it. Victor. Um, okay. Um, well first Matt, uh, I think, uh, dormant periods are, and, uh, could be a sign of early menopause. So I look into that. Yeah, um, you. Uh, also, I want to commend you on the work you did on the disputed podcast on uh, supporting Ethan oh. Hunt. <laughs> yes, uh, good job, good job. Oh, that you came just, up you, on, I love that you, you finally got on that. It's yeah. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it came up yeah, on, the, you know. on, on this date because it, it happened probably yeah. a year ago, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a reminder, and I went and 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 did it. Um, and, and yeah, you did a great job. Um, you know, you really mopped the, mopped the floor with, uh, geez, what was her name? I don't even remember. Uh, It's so bad, but Sarah or something. I don't know. Anyway, you killed it. Uh, good job. Thanks, you were way, way more prepared than she was. <laughs> that, I do remember that. I don't think she thought it was as serious yeah. as I was trying to take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you totally came in uh, punching. Um, so uh, let's see what else. Um, I, I can't believe it's been a week almost since we uh, met up uh, at Al's place yeah, uh, bread, yeah. where we watched oh the first God. episode of Shorzy. That was fun. Um, and I haven't watched the second. I'm not going to watch it until we do. Uh, our show oh, okay. on that episode. So I'm going to keep, keep it uh, nice and tidy. Um, we did get into uh, the first three episodes of Gen V of uh, William and I. Oh yeah. Yes. And? Uh, oh, and so Tanya, speaking of, uh, you know, distracted by the D you can en- enjoy that first episode and you'll be, uh, um, 
Failed. you might be taken away. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, that's really good show. It's just as good as the boys. It's the oh. it's it's it's, oh, it's basically it's in the same universe. It's the kids yeah. are going to co- to college or whatever. Oh, that's so exciting to hear. I'm really I'm really oh, yeah, it's the same, it's same yeah. universe. Equally good, and they oh. like to shock in episode one of those shows. So they yeah. they do that. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and Tobias. Oh my God, what a treat it was to mm-hmm. see Tobias and uh, and the gang um and and cassie and miriam and juan and uh i don't know who else was there uh (laughs) it was it was pretty pretty neat um uh, tobias is uh you know in person is 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 real uh and uh so so that was really cool um because through video we're just all kind of cartoon characters but Mm -hmm. he has legs we're just all heads he has legs with no legs yeah yeah exactly so that was fun (laughs) and gord gord was there yeah, Gord was there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Gord but, was there too. but Gord yeah. had to leave a little bit early. Well, uh, so he doesn't get a call out because he left so, early. Well, you know what? It's maybe next t- next time he'll think twice. Well, he, <laughs> um, he, you know, he didn't want so, to go to Balzac's with us. So yeah, yeah, we had a really nice time uh, mm-hmm. taking a nice walk through the city oh, to uh, the Destroy District. Um, it's one of those areas that actually a lot of locals don't even know about that little passageway. I love and it. It's very, very. It's like a little gem inside the city, and um, right beside and. And then afterwards, we walked uh, back to the uh, uh, what is it called? The uh, St. Lawrence Market. St. Lawrence Market, mm-hmm. and uh, it's also a really nice area on the, on the waterfront beside St. Lawrence Market in that area. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are in the city, you should kind of head over there instead mm-hmm. of going to the Queen's Key, which is filled with a bunch of dirty tourists. <laughs> so when you guys uh, went through St. Lawrence. Did anyone get stop at Paddington's and get a female sandwich? <gasps> Forgot no. about that. We we'd already eaten, right? So we were just walking yeah, through the market. Yeah, we yeah, yeah we were just walking it off, man. Got it, got it, got it. Oh, yeah. we're going to be going there in a couple weeks. Yep. Okay, and where don't, am I going? Don't pass Paddington's on the marmalade. marmalade. Paddington's. Anyway. Don't. Marmalade. Mm. Anyways, continue. Yeah, no, that, that's it. I'm out. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's good enough update for you guys. All right, and Tobias, so uh, you came up to the city to go. What, okay, tell us why you came to Toronto. Well, I, I came to meet you, Al. Okay. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, and and, and, and on, a, on a side venture, I went to the Wu-Tang, Nas, and De La Soul concert. That's crazy. And And how was it? Give us uh, it was one of the best experiences of my life. Really? Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah, it was fun as shit. It yeah. was fun as shit. I highly recommend it. And, and I, that that being said, I, I mean, v- Victor has walked us through our walk. Mm. And I, w- I want to stress, though, that probably my favorite part of that entire time was the 45 minutes in the parking lot, mm-hmm. in, in the in the parking space that yep. it took us to actually say goodbye to one another. <laughs> you know, and we did this like, you know, I, it was so good to meet you. And we did this, like this, 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 mm-hmm. this round of hugs. And then I think there's like part two because we forgot, like you know, 40 minutes later, <laughs> we, we forgot that we'd hugged each other for, you know what I mean? So um, <laughs> that, that was, that was, uh, that was the high point of that part of the trip. Mm-hmm. So um, and, and then, so I left you guys mm-hmm. and then I, I kind of bummed around a minute, uh, and went to the show, um, went back to the car and went to, to Barry and <laughs> spent the night there. Uh, and then I slept for about three hours because I woke up and I still had Wu-Tang, uh, songs in my head. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, and I, I drove to Sudbury, um, and I, I, before I got to see Michelle, I'll talk about her in a minute, but mm-hmm. before I got to see Michelle, I went to um, Salute because I hadn't been there when I went in March. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found the skate park and I found uh, Super Convenience, the the new. Yeah, we saw the picture. Uh, yeah. 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 So that, that was kind of cool. Very cool. Um, um, by, the, by the way, that, that, uh, 
that particular location is perfect for the 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 skids to hang out at. Um, I mean, I can tell you about that story if you want, but I mean that that there was a great exchange uh, with the the cashier dude there. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Elaborate. Okay, so um, I, I pulled up and there was this probably thirteen year old kid mm-hmm. uh, standing in the parking lot yelling at this kid across the across the way come over here, you know, tell me what you want, you know, and then, you know, some, some, you know, like an exchange and they're like, well, fuck you then. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get you whatever the thing is. And so I walk in, uh, I get some all dressed chips and these two kids are standing, <laughs> uh, at the, at the cashier. Um, and this kid is like, I have a dollar 36. Um, but can, so if I, if, can you charge me this amount, but charge him the rest of whatever, again, I don't even know what they were buying, you know? Okay. So, I mean, there's this like four minute exchange in which they're like negotiating with the cashier about who's paying for exactly what. Right. And then I, you know, they, they leave. Uh, and then, you know, he starts talking about these kids how and how they're vaping and he only lets two of them in a, at a time. And mm-hmm. I mean, just, it, it was super amusing. That, mm-hmm. that, uh, so you met some real life that, skids is what I hear. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was super fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and then you met with Michelle. I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we we were going to go to Pepe's, uh, but it was closed. Um, where did we go? We went to the Laughing Buddha right. on um, oh, great, Monday great night. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then on Tuesday we went to uh, Books and Beans for lunch, uh, which is a fantastic little place just down the way from the Laughing Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to um, uh, Respect is Burning. For dinner as well, so I got to see Michelle twice on Tuesday. Wow, very nice. So that, that was pretty all right. And then, and then I got to see Matt on the way back. So I mean, I'll, I I got to see somebody like yeah. every day. Yeah. Yeah. There's oh, friends and, everywhere. And you stopped in yeah. at the basement. Don't forget that. I, I did. I did. Did they contact you? Uh, well, just through the uh, text thread that you, you connect okay. us on. So you, that's the the gym that Riley and Jonesy work out in on Letterkenny. Um, Tobias paid them a visit. Well, you, you were there before when you were, when you visited Sudbury yeah. last time. Yeah. Uh, so did they recognize you or remember? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I pulled up and Aaron was, was standing outside and, you know, I mean, so, you know, I mean, we, we, we exchanged pleasantries before I even walked in the door. So very cool. All right. Well, I mean, that sounds like a packed weekend. I feel like maybe we need some coffee. So uh, why don't we, <laughs> why don't we, why don't we listen to this uh, word from our sponsor? Your segues always impress me. <laughs> Uh, oh, hey, Alexander, you work here now? They say man who go to sleep with itchy butt wake up with smelly finger. Uh, okay. Welcome to Diabolical Coffee. My name is Alexander. How might I help you? Right. Uh, I was needing a coffee. Thanks. Well, now, at Diabolical Coffee, we say we have a roast for every taste. How would you describe your taste? I mean, I like coffee. Grind is very important, too. We have a standard grind, of course. Of course. And, of course, we also have a coarse grind. Right. Now, some folks don't trust their grind into strangers, so we offer whole bean as well. For instance, these Peruvian beans are, of course, from Peruvia, which, if memory serves me, is where your family hails from. Well... Portugal, but... So that's like a taste of home. <laughs> what? Did you know we also have espresso, or as is known in Italy, espresso? You know, the hand gestures don't make that right. We also have K-cups, which keeps the coffee from getting on the outside of the pot, which I must admit, I've never been a fan of. The outside, huh? Now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the produce stand. Rings a bell. Now, for some reason, if you put that in the promo code, this guy, Eric, gives you 20% off your purchase. But I'd keep that under my hat. Yeah, secret safe with me. 
I'm going to go look at the diabolically awesome swag. He'll give you 20% off of that, too. You just can't beat that deal. I don't care who you are. Right. Thank you, Alexander. Don't thank me. Thank Diabolical Coffee. You're right. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support. That guy, Eric, must be a good guy, but not very savvy if you ask me. Giving away 20% left and right all willy-nilly. Yes, thank you, Eric. And speaking of support, welcome to new, <laughs> new-ish new Twitter followers. Anthony Farr from Toronto. Hockey hockey Art Co. from the UK. Uh, Will Morgan. Panda Odin. Uh, Char Roth from Penfield, New York. Uh, Evan Douglas. Anthony Borg from Gold Coast, Queensland. Uh, legendary Dylan Two from Illinois, Voodoo Econ- Economist from Portsmouth, England, Shorzy Cryptids from Sudbury, Ontario, Zozo, Megan Drew Plumbing from Markham, Ontario, uh, Francis Sapak from Pennsylvania, uh, Jennifer from Eureka, California, Jordan G, Joshua Slater, Mark Goggin from Chicago, Smooth Smooth Eight from East Coast. The Hostile Dot from Plattsburgh, New York. Uh, pay, pay My Bills. Rills. Level 5 Guy from San Diego, California. Tony from Michigan City, Indiana. Michigan City, not Michigan. Uh, Dr. David Mendez, from, uh, uh, Papa PhD from Montreal. Justin from The Moment. Katie Downey. Patrick. Ginger North from Minneapolis. Daniel Waz from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Epa Hunton from Harrisonburg, Virginia. Uh Ivan Hahn from Tennessee, Hector Douglas, Kirsten from Portlandia, Anso Hidden from Madagascar, uh, Top G Healthy from USA, Colin Bean from the, uh, New York City, uh, Square Girl in a Round World from Boston, Menus from Chicago, Magnum P-E-N-G from Parts Unknown, uh, Bryce Pierce from Gander, Newfoundland via Oshawa, Ontario, William Wasser- Wasserberg from Plymouth, from Plymouth, uh, where's Plymouth? Plymouth is in Massachusetts. There it is. Uh, Beanie from near the beach. Uh, Gordy Orr from Livonia, Michigan. Courtney, Sweet Baby Ray from Winnipeg. Brock from Ottawa. Puckin Hostile. C Day, Shauna Ray, and Matthew Muscles, uh, uh, Mulshinock. <laughs> Thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously on Letterkenny. Last week, we celebrated our 200th episode with a bunch of our favorite DJs and shared some awesome messages from Letter Kenny and Shorzy staff and cast. Oh, and by the way, I'd like to play one last message that I completely missed last week, and I feel bad about it because he was on the episode. He's one of our OG uh, uh, DJs, and I just missed his message. So here it is now. The Produce Stand, Al, Victor, Tanya, and Matt, congratulations on 200 episodes. Um, that is absolutely wild. The community that you all have made and foster are people that I consider some of my closest and nearest and dearest friends. And I don't think I've ever had relationships like this Um on my time on this planet just to think since i found you guys i've gone through two job changes been to sudbury twice uh gonna be on a television show that we didn't even know existed when you all started this so true um you all are a bunch of beauties uh congratulations again and here's to at least 200 more oh thank you so much Appreciate best for last best for last yes best for last uh so that was last week. This week, we're joined by our buddy Tobias once again to kick out his favorite McMurray moments. So 
Let's get started. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. Tobias, before we start, you know, with the videos, you know, why don't you talk to us about your, you know, what, what you're looking for in this list? You, you, you gave us 10, uh, 10 uh, the, clips. Two, a, cu- a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the first thing is I did not want to step on uh, Cassie's toes mm-hmm. uh, because uh, when I when I actually made this list, I think it was either the week before or the week after she did Mrs. McMurray. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wanted to make sure that there was not too much overlap. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is, uh, I actually really like McMurray and I disagree with the, the, um, McMurray is a piece of shit tagline that gets thrown <laughs> around. And so, um, you, there, there, there is not going to be a, a ton oh, of thumbs up, uh, thumbs up from Victor. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten a blue spatula yet. So no. <laughs> the night is young. Um, it sure is. Uh, we'll see. But uh, anyway, so um, um, yeah, I mean, there there is not a lot of, of McMurray as piece of shit moments in this. So all right, so what well, we're gonna get this thing started. You gave me ten clips, and I'm going to share my screen here in a second. Let me just move my script over here and share. With sound. Here we go. Tobias's best McMurray moments. All right. Before we start playing these, um, do you want to tee them up or do you want me to just play them and then we, we can talk about it? How do you want to do this? No, you go. You go ahead. I mean, we can we can just play. All right. Let's do it. Number 10. <laughs> Wayne McMurray, how are you now? Good you? Not so bad. Seen Angie with her new dude. What a fucking dandy. Yeah, he's got Fugazi diamonds in both ears and leprechaun buckles on his shoes. He's running a fucking dippity doo convention upstairs for a salad, driving a 94 Jeep YJ with a wave deck on the side. Enough to loan to offend a Bangkok lady boy. Good enough. Don't you want to hear the best part? You're going to want to hear the best part. Okay. He went full Bieber eyes. What? Beaver eyes. Wayne. <laughs> Wayne. Wayne, look. It's inappropriate, McMurray. Wayne, just look for fuck's sakes. Just fucking look, Wayne. <laughs> Full beaver eyes. What's that? Beaver, the, the, the pop star. I'm not familiar with this word. <laughs> this must be where the dicks hang out, eh? Our dicks hang out. Yours is like a mushroom in a cornfield. Mind your fucking business, Alexander. Seeing Angie with her new dude, what a fucking dandy. Eyes on your own work there, Super Chief. (laughs) 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 Alexander. Okay. Uh, We're starting off so strong, Tobias. This is excellent. Tobias, tell us about this clip. Well, it, it seemed appropriate to start off the McMurray episode with meeting McMurray in his first episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that that that's pretty literally the the whole placement. I'm, I think it would actually be higher, um, you know, I mean, but it, it, it's, it's a good start, yeah. you know. All right, so. Tan, what did you think of that? Oh, my God. It's such a solid, solid <laughs> scene. Like him him calling out to uh, Wayne, you know, look, look, Wayne, look, just look. And, and Wayne just so being so uncomfortable and Alexander coming in and and how they react to him coming. In. It's just it's a great, a great, great skit. Matt? Yeah, I mean, I'm a fantastic star. This is amazing. This is where. 
I remember I remember talking about McMurray at the time, how you could actually understand him at this point. Mm. Um, and as the seasons and, and scenes um, grow across across the years, he becomes less audible and more just McMurray. So mm-hmm. this was early. They're testing his character. He came out swinging and yeah, fantastic scene. Uh, yeah. So uh, because I clipped your clips, Tobias, I, I kind of also see uh, a progression of McMurray's relationship with Wayne throughout your clips. Yes. Uh, I think we'll, you'll see, everyone will see what I mean as, as we get to the end, but uh, I love, yeah, I love this clip and the introduction of, of not only McMurray, but also Alexander, even though he kind of disappears for a while and then comes back is still fun to see that those early scenes uh, featuring uh, those characters. Victor. Yeah, um, McMurray was great, but you know, for me, Alexander is the punchline of the scene. So <laughs> yeah. um, that scene is is just a scene, but then you you insert Alexander in it, and it's you've got one of the most iconic lines from the entire series. This is really uh, right. Out. Say it, Matt. Ex- yeah. No, you can't. Yeah, you can't do it. He can't when he's laughing. <laughs> not doing it. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, that that was really great, and I love the line uh, from Wayne at the end too, mm-hmm. because of Alexander. You know, keep your eyes on your own work or whatever. Yeah, it it was just a, it's a great solid scene, but it could easily be uh, one of Alexander's uh, top mm-hmm. ten as well. Mm-hmm. If, if Alexander only has about ten, I was going to yeah. say I don't know if he reaches <laughs> ten, so this would be yeah, definitely one of them. Um, I also remember just this scene prompting uh, a, a story from Matt on our episode where he said <laughs> he somebody at work, he, he walked in on somebody at work with their. I, I'm reliving that in my head watching <laughs> the record. Yeah. It's traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, they that's, live amongst us. They do, and I, <laughs> thank God it was you and not me because I don't know how I would have reacted. I would have been like, "What I the? Just, f-? You've never walked in on that? Like on on a grown man no. with his pants down, his Listen, ankles at a yeah. urinal at no. work yeah. in the office? No. <laughs> that's no. not. A, that's no. I can't. I almost don't can't. I almost don't believe you. I know. I <laughs> listen. My three year old did that the other day at Wonderland, but he's three. He's yeah. learning to use the urinal. Yeah, yeah. this is a grown man mm-hmm. in a suit, mm-hmm. <laughs> hands down. Like yeah. I don't. We work in a corporate office. Like yeah. I don't. I, you know. Maybe maybe he was like a special needs kind of a person. Oh, trust me, I, I had I always had beliefs on what he was, but it, so it definitely aligned with his character. He was he was, a, he was, he was clearly a, upper management. Yeah, yeah, no, thank God. It was. I will never unsee that moment. <laughs> awesome. All right, let's let's go on to the next clip here. Number nine. Now. I'm sure you no doubt have all noticed that we are down to one dozen coat hangers in the front hall. There are approximately 12 <laughs> dozen in the rear hall. All standard steel wire, baby. All standard steel wire, flat and triangular shape. I make my motion that one dozen be transported to the front hall. Okay. Wayne, 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 look at me, Wayne, Wayne. There is a tried, tested, and true system at work here. And as president of the Agricultural Hall, I must demand it be respected. One member makes a motion. Then another member then seconds that motion. Second K. K is not a second. Well, it's the second time I said K. So you second my motion? Do I know what? I'm all out of seconds, bud. So it's not a second. Well, this is taking too many seconds is what I'm saying. Well, you only have to second once. All right, give me a second. <laughs> so are you saying that you second or that you need a second? No, one second. All right, <laughs> Wayne, you shall be given one second. 
whilst Wayne is taking one second. I second the fucking motion, McMurray, to move the fucking coat hangers. Well, thank you. <laughs> May the secretary note that I, McMurray, motion to move one dozen coat hangers. I move the fucking coat hangers myself. Then sit around here all fucking day with my horn, my hands torn to do for fuck's sake. <laughs> Would the secretary note that aforementioned coat hangers have such been moved? Thanks to a very overzealous beaver. There's order, people, and it must be followed. Concluded. Item 30 of 39. <laughs> now, uh, Tobias, just so you know, uh, I, I you asked me to cut it earlier than that, but that part of the scene was already in the Mrs. McMurray one, so I thought... That part of the this scene here between him and Wayne, that back and forth was the best part of that whole scene where he's oh, like, that, that's totally yeah, fine. Yeah. So, uh, you know, why, why'd you pick this one? Uh, this, this is one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I mean, just, just, uh, I, I understand fully that not everyone shares this, but if you have sat in meetings that follow Robert's rules, mm-hmm. um, you, there is some, I mean, it, it, it rings far too true. Um, and, <laughs> and so, um, I mean, I, I laugh harder at that than maybe anyone should. Um, but anyway, I mean, that, that, that's it. And you, you also kind of get a, a sense of, um, you know, I mean, McMurray and, 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 you know, what happens with you know people when you give them a gavel and that kind of thing. Too, so <laughs> the power of the gavel, Matt, what do you think of this one? Oh my God. I, I can relate. I mean, I've never been in an official sort of, what do you call it, Robert's rules or whatever, but the same idea. I mean, I, I'm not a person who likes red tape on bullshit, especially simple things. I can tell you I'm dealing with some of the, some of this at work right now in a, in a specific scenario where I'm trying to get approval on a simple technical change on something I'm doing and being fully aware that the technical change needed is going to take a developer a whole 20 minutes to complete. We have spent four hours in meetings debating the benefit of this thing and i'm like just fucking do it and i can't do that because there's people above me in these sessions but it's mind-blowing so i and i also just love this scene so can relate it's hilarious great choice i literally once in a meeting when i was doing a contract for ibm built a website during the meeting while they were discussing whether the website should be built (laughs) and then presenting it to them at the end of the meeting going, uh, here it is. And them looking at me going, what, how, how? I'm like, well, you guys, while you guys were talking, I did it. There it is. (laughs) So I can totally relate (laughs) to to Wayne in this scene for sure. Uh, Victor, I'm sure you've been in meetings like this. This is me in every meeting, uh, every half hour. Every are you day. the McMurray or are you yeah. the uh, Wayne? Instead of a no, gavel, I'm, he's got a spatula, no, and no, no one knows no, why. I'm, 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 I'm 100 percent the Wayne in every meeting. Uh, yeah. yeah, I try, I try to bring down the red tape uh, every every minute of uh, every minute on every hour of the day. So Good. that's, that's me. Um, so are we going to get uh, McMurray say the word beaver in every scene moving forward? <laughs> I don't know. You'll have to that's see two scenes. That's yeah. two beavers. Do you need a, a, bingo, a McMurray bingo card and have the word beaver? Yeah. In- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, great banter between him and Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, you know, that was a good McMurray scene, but it, it was probably, a stronger Wayne scene for me, but, uh, um, but definitely a great scene. Yeah. 
It's 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 the uh, zoom in on McMurray's face when Wayne says that he needs a second, and he you can it, it's like he's struggling to figure out what second he needs. Like, does he need a second because he's seconding it, or is he need a second? And, and and the the actor and and how he just he must have been trying to calculate a very large number to have that look of, <laughs> of, of complete and utter being perplexed mm-hmm. and, and not understanding what was happening. Um, but wanting to support his friend in some way, needing, needing some more ad- or needing additional time. So it, it's a, it's a great, great clip for sure. All right. Here we I go. have to say yeah. with this angle where you have uh, the, the, all I see is Tobias's head mm-hmm. and I'm getting a very queen vibe from it because it's all a black background. And like, I'm just waiting for the other foreheads four to anyway, sorry, that's my side. My, my wife is blind <laughs> as a bat. She's a- <laughs> and all I see is your head. It's like a floating head in a black background. Yeah, she's actually looking at Matt right now. Just so you know, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm being entertained by myself. All right, let's move on to the number eight. Number eight. McMurray, the next word is yours. McMurray, your word is penalty. Penalty. Hey, that was supposed to be Jonesy and Riley's word. Well, that's fucking embarrassing. Penalty, penalty. Penalty. Incorrect. The correct spelling of penalty is P-E-N-A-L-T-Y. Exactly what I said. No, it isn't. You ever see that movie, Dick Tracy? You want Warren Beatty? I would smash that dude like a neighbor's pumpkin on Devil's Night. Same. Well, (laughs) Dick Tracy used a similar machine to slow down and decipher the speech of an appropriately named character, Mumbles. Let me show you. This is Mr. McMurray's answer at normal speed. See? Now this is his answer slowed down. P-E-N-A-L-D-Y. <gasps> Which? McMurray, you are eliminated. Please take a seat off stage. <laughs> you just want to get hammered? <laughs> All right, uh, Tobias, the spelling so First of all, Victor, I know that's really Tannis's scene, mm. but... Uh, <laughs> He's just going to cut you off there. I'm glad, I'm glad you're catching on. <laughs> There's a right uh, answer uh, and a wrong answer. Yeah, uh, so what, I, what I'm trying to do so far, right, I mean, you know, we, we've, we've uh, been introduced to McMurray, and Al, as you pointed out, he's not quite mumbling yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he is, you know, again, you know, the gavel holder and by the rules and that kind of thing. And then by the time, you know, by the time we get to this clip, he's both gaming the system and mumbling. And so, I mean, right now it's just, it's, it's literally just this sort of progression. Mm-hmm. That's it. And this, this is, this is at least about as close as we're going to get to him being a piece of shit. Just so you guys know. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, so, and by the way, I, I forgot to mention, so the first clip was for me, no reason to get excited. Episode one. Uh, season one. Second one was season two, episode one of Fuss at the Egg Hall. This one, of course, is from season five, episode four, Letter Kenny Spelling Bee, one of my favorite episodes. It's a it's a all timer. And uh yeah, I mean <clears throat> uh McMurray 
trying to cheat at the and and up until like what we don't see is the first i think the first two turns he gets away with it it's only when tan when there's money on it <laughs> and tennis yeah. uh uh catches him in the act that he uh that she exposes him so yeah great pick victor um yeah, I, I is for me that scene is like being in a candy store because there's so many so much kind of good stuff there that's just <laughs> it, 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 you're not really interacting, but it's just there and you can walk up to it and and, uh, and you know <laughs> amuse yourself with it. You know, you've got Tyson standing up there, not really doing much, but but he's there and you know we've got a personal connection with him and his slippers. Um, right. And 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 then I love I love Dickens, uh, you know, with the hat. Because he's wearing a hat, but he's holding a hat. And I just think that's hilarious for some reason. I, I laugh every time I see that. He's got the, um, the cards so, in the hat. Yeah. 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 It's, it's anyway, I, I, it's a great scene, but yeah, it's, it's, um, we, and you know, we get that McMurray, uh, drunkenness, uh, mm-hmm. which, which I'm, you know, that's, I don't love him when he's drunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in that scene, it was fine. Yeah. And if you guys, uh, I mean, most of us probably have noticed, but where they're standing up in the, uh, in the rafters there, uh, coach Tannis and, uh, and Tyson, that's the, uh, I think that's the bar when they're at the, the Ukrainian center there, that, that's the bar that's overlooking the, the gym there. So, uh, yeah. And, and, and apologies, Cassie, I forgot mm-hmm. to mention coach. Yes. Yeah. Coach was there. Um, uh, <laughs> so Tanya, what do you think I'd seen? Uh, it's there is a lot going on in the scene for sure. Um, and he's ridiculous. He is even, he's probably in this clip. I think it's the worst mumbling that he has. I don't remember mumbling being worse <laughs> no, than this. Yeah, I think he's exaggerating. It, it for was sure. exaggerated yeah, yeah. so that he could get away with the, the yeah. spelling. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great scene. Lots going on. As Victor said, um, it was a good one. And I love that. And, and, and Katie was really cute in that scene too. Oh yeah. And I love the Dick Tracy reference. Uh, it's great. Matt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I, I, Tanya called it, this is the worst modeling. He's kind of like at this point early in the show in the, in the, in the series, um, it's like, he's a Goldilocks, right? So he comes out and the first one's a little too hot. Uh, <laughs> this one, or this one's a little too cold. And then after this, he settles into the right level of mumble that we can still kind of make out what he's saying and we appreciate him, but he's not a total piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, he's like, he's a bias. You called it. He's gaming the system. It's clearly he's using his mumble to his advantage to work his way through the uh, spelling bee. So, um, yeah. And, and sadly, as I'm watching this, I was waiting in my head for uh Squirrely Dan to stand up and yell. Uh, oh, right, right, right. So you're right. There's a lot going on in this episode. So yeah. it's hard to, in my head, get distracted by the other. I apologize for my earlier <laughs> outburst. <laughs> that's right, <yeah. laughs> that's, that is a, Top three Skrillex and moments yes. from that episode. You just That's did a I Valentine's pictured. Day like uh, this, the the three bears mm-hmm. Valentine's yeah. Day on this uh, recap there. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. You're welcome. That was just right. <laughs> All right, we're not at just right. They're, no, no, we're right in the hot and cold right now. All right, okay. here we go. Next scene. Number seven. Thanks, Bonnie. It was a pleasure, Gail. It's always nice to give you a moment to binge drink, which is a form of alcohol. 
alcoholism. Okay. Come on, Glenn. I'll drive you home. Thank you, Bonnie. And I will sing you hymns to keep you alert and inspired. No, you won't. That's fair. Ladies first? Okay. Okay. We should probably call it while they're playing. Maybe the Murray's are dancing together. Got every reason to believe they are, but yes, I guess I should be. Miss Katie, describing things here. A wee bit earlier, I suggested, quite gently, that what the McMurrays do is nobody's business. I remember. I remember you shouting at me. I'm sorry, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> That's okay, Miss Caddies. We are none of us perfect. And that is what I appreciate. Can I borrow somebody's phone to call Anik, please? No. But what have we learned through all of this, Miss Caddies? Different strokes for different folks, I think. I think you just nailed it. <laughs> Get a little cl- all right, that is from season six, episode five. Different strokes for different folks. Tobias, uh, the the McMurray's relationship may be a little unorthodox, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't work. Uh, and it is this is the first time uh, on this list, but not the last time on this list that McMurray sort of serves as a um, a tutor of sorts, perhaps. You know, I mean, a, a living lesson about way the way that uh, things should be done in Ladder County. So. Um, that, that, that was, a, a a turn towards the, the end goal. Victor. Uh, yeah, I guess not much to add to that from, from, from the philosophical perspective. I was just distracted by Bonnie. <laughs> That's it. Okay. <laughs> Tanya. I was distracted by the, uh, um, the, the saddle that Derry was leaning up against because that was at the beginning of the scene where he was high on his horse. Talking about all the beer. No, that's that's the Halloween. You're you're getting no, confused. There was a. He was on the. Was he still on a saddle? There was a saddle. Oh, okay. We the, need to ask Tannis to rewind in slow motion. The, the beer, the beer thing was from the Halloween episode, though. But I mean, he could still have been sitting on the saddle. I don't know. I didn't. Uh, I thought that was this episode. No. Nope. I don't think anybody's going to be slow dancing tonight. Nope. Wow. Oh. <laughs> all right. And and Tobias's head is not floating in black. It's it is. Not. I'm going to take a picture of this angle, and you guys will all see that all right. he is there. Matt, save us. Yeah, save I, me. I, appre- I appreciate what you're doing here, Tobias. You're telling a story of McMurray. You're not just going out for the things that gave you the biggest laugh or the biggest boom moments. Like you're showing the other side, and and even the McMurrays in that scene while they're dancing, all the talk they do about, you know, everything. There's nothing like that happening. They're just holding each other and enjoying the moment. So um, it shows you a different side of them. And I, and, and, uh, I, I appreciate the list you're, you're curating here. So I'm excited to see what's coming up next. Yeah. And I love this song in the scene. The song selection was, was great. Uh, they're talking about it in the live stream. Um, awesome is also saying you're confused. It's not, it's not this scene. There's no, I swear there's a settler. I, I wouldn't argue with awesome. You can, if you want to, I don't girl, want but to. I, uh, I, I don't want to. <laughs> Maybe awesome was saying that Matt was confused. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's, that's a, assumed. Yeah. That's, that's assumed. That's a given. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next clip. Number six. I 
That is from season five, episode one. We don't oh. fight at weddings. Talk to me, Tobias. So good. Uh, first of all, uh, McMurray gets gets invited to the wedding to begin with, uh, which yeah. I think is fantastic. Well, uh, you know, it's you know he's not gay, but it's okay. You right, know, right. If, if he wanted, uh, they want to be. Gay. Second of all, I, I very much like the the exchange, uh, or, or I guess the bonding moment that yeah. that Rold and McMurray have actually. Yeah. Um, Third, I like his his uh, single minded focus that there will be a chicken dance. And fourth, I very much love that he not only went home, but brought the cassette <laughs> from the tractor. Damn right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Ten. McMurray is a guy that I could party with. Like, I feel <laughs> I feel like I would do. You probably went to high school. The with a exact bunch of same thing. I feel like I do the exact same thing. I'd be so like, oh, yeah, this is going to so be the best part of the night mm. and 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 be so inspired to just like go get the cassette and make it happen because I feel like I've done that. Um, yeah. A great, great, great. And, and him coming across the, the, the front of the, the uh, DJ booth and doing the yeah. and, and doing the chicken. Like, <laughs> fantastic. There's so much, again, there's so much going on in the scene to see it again. It's like, oh my God, I, I, I didn't see some of the things that uh, mm. I, I missed before. Matt? The first time. Yeah. Um, I agree with partying. This is, if someone is that passionate about a song <laughs> that ridiculous <laughs> to that extent, oh, it you... is 100% worth the price of admission oh, yeah. to play that song. Oh yeah. Because I want to see what happens next. Right. Right. That, that's the big, this is the cliffhanger we needed, right? Like <laughs> I want to know what happened once that played. And <laughs> Tobias, uh, you, you alluded to it there too. The one track mine, like the, mm. 
-hmm. like the skids going off on their rant about God knows what. It, he didn't hear a single word they said. <laughs> he's still like in his head, like a dog chasing a ball, yeah. squirrel, 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 or a ball, 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 <laughs> chicken dance. Yeah. And I love him. I love him for it. I'd have played that song love on it. repeat just to make, just to see him enjoy that moment. <laughs> in the live stream, Cassie says that McMurray is a guy I could party with. Should be on a T-shirt, and at least. <laughs> At, at least four four other people said they'll buy one. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm buying two. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I love this scene. It's a great scene. It's a fun scene. Uh, what get what? Uh, I can't get over it. And now, don't get me wrong. You know, back in the '80s, I too wore rocked the skinny tie. Yeah, but holy, did. that tie that he's wearing <laughs> in like, this scene, it's not bolo skinny. But it's it's also like it's weird. Like it it looks it looks like just a piece of rope hanging from his neck. Uh, but but hilarious scene. My favorite part too. I cut it real we're real close because this is about McMurray, not about Dickens. But when Dickens comes out from behind behind the DJ booth and uh, Connor is is passed out. Ma'am. Yeah, vape, vape vape lord is passed out, and he and he says, "Ma'am," as he walks past. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, Victor. Yeah, so many good things in that scene. I was going to talk about the tie. The only thing that was missing was maybe a little rock hanging at the at the end of the string. Um, that that would have, uh, I yeah. think, uh, put a seal on it. Um, th- for me, the best part about the scene is him walking away doing that chicken dance. Yeah. Um, to, you know, to go and fetch the tape. Yeah. Um, but yeah, everything about it and Tobias, yeah, the bonding. I, that's probably the only scene in the whole series that you see Roald and McMurray bonding like that and actually genuinely laughing with each other like that. It's probably a good um, bet. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that, that was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just a fun scene. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> and you know more of Dickens in that episode, yeah. uh, in 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 you know with with that respect, this hilarious. But yeah, great scene, great choice. All right, uh, we are halfway through. Let's uh, look at or let's watch clip number five. Number five. Here we go now. So you guys got Celine Dion all queued up in there. What's the scoop? We've got all Anus Morissette. Yeah, I guess that makes me Jean McMurray. Enchanté, McMurray. How about John Wayne, Jimmy? Cowboy? I've been called worse. And John Darrow? Yeah. John Dan? That's John Squirrely Dam. I'm John C. Riley. I'm John Bones Jonesy. Actually, my middle name's John. You know, French people don't have middle names, right? And Nick. Jean-Claude. Ça, c'est mon cousin. Jean-Lance. C'est le futur marié. Jamais voulu de boc et biche. Personne ne veut ça au Québec, un boc et biche. Bokendo. Moi et Nick, on a grandi à Osbury. Fait qu'on partage certaines traditions avec eux. He wouldn't let me invite English family to the wedding. So I said we have to have a Bokendo so they could be included. Wow. How very charitable of you. 
Puis en plus, c'est ma soeur que tu vas marier. Penses-tu vraiment qu'avec ton salaire de bûcheron, tu peux payer un os? Je suis ton garçon d'honneur. Laisse-moi t'aider. Puis laisse nos amis anglophones nous aider quand les douchebags de Laval vont arriver, OK? J'ai les douches de Laval. Moi aussi, mon frère. Ah ouais, tout le monde en dedans. On va boire un coup. Go! Allons-y! <laughs> McMurray. Hey, how are you now? You hear that? Oh, that's the most aggressive two-step I think I ever heard. That's no two-step. Hmm? It's showtime. You must forgive me for not washing my hands. Go. Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That is from season five, episode six, Bucky Beach, Tobias. Uh, I think it's important to remember that McMurray is a supporting character mm. and, and he very much does that here. Mm. Right. I mean, th this is the first time. Uh, and, and I mean, I, I hope that no, none of your listeners, I hope that they, they are, are not, uh, that this won't ruin something for them, but this is the first time, uh, at least after the, the kindling friendship uh, between uh, the Hicks and the and uh, the Quebecois mm -hmm. that we we get some amount of distrust. It's fricks. It's fricks. Uh, by the way, we we get this very you know the the, the line how very it's charitable not. of you right yes uh, is is fantastic. Um, I love that McMurray wants to wash his hands. <laughs> just kind of I mean just a little I mean you know a, a character quirk. Uh, it amuses the hell out of me that you know this supposed piece of shit. Uh, um, Anyway, you know, heading into a battle. And then I love that he runs into the fight and 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 handles his business. Right. right. So, I mean, that that that's that's the whole thing. So. I'll put Matt. Yeah, there's some character traits here that pop out for sure. I mean, uh, first off, I if you said of the members of the letter Kenny community, who could speak French? I would not have guessed McMurray. Right. So in, per, that, in a perfect French accent. In uh, a too. perfect French accent. Yeah. yeah. He handled himself very well in, in, in those conversations and understanding. So that was a huge surprise. And then, yes, the character traits around the respectability, like the respectable nature and wanting to wash his hands and the loyalty he shows towards his friends. Um, you, you're spot on in terms of the supporting character aspect. Um, this is a great display of all of that. So, um, yeah, I was trying as the scene started. I'm trying to play out. Okay, where are you going with this one? But by the end, I totally understood um, and appreciate this story arc that you're doing. So uh, mm -hmm. great scene. Love the scene from an all another all time episode. Bucky Beach is like one of the best. Um, yeah, when he breaks character and goes into perfect French and says "Excusez-moi, way too," and then back to his McMurray mumbling after that, it shows the range. I mean, uh, I don't know if we've watched that clip yet or not, where uh, Dan Petro Petronovich uh, shows off his how many different accents he can actually do like really, really well. Like in his, um, if we haven't watched it yet, I'm going to dig up that reel and, uh, we'll watch, we'll do another TPS re reacts because it's impressive. Like he's, he's actually, uh, like beyond his, this McMurray character, he's actually a, a really strong character actor. And I think he shows off here. I love his distrust of, of the French and, and he just, you know, 
even the ones that he's supposed to on, on whose side he's fighting. He looks at them, you know, side-eyed, like, uh, like we may be fighting together today, but I know soon we'll be fighting against each other again. So I, I really like that part of uh, this uh, scene. Victor. Yeah, he kind of bookends the the scene, right? So he comes in with the record scratch and then and he finishes it off as a cartoon character with that flying kick. So um and you know, uh, th- that first scene isn't really about McMurray, but mm-hmm. but then, you know, he takes over and um and then you've got the bathroom scene and it's it's pretty funny. Uh but yeah, that that the run <laughs> so funny. The run, the run and the flying like who who kicks like that? That's that's <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's true he kicks like that and then he follows it up and like i cut it there but that his next punch is like a, a jump punch like a, a superhero jump yeah. punch yeah uh, it's a cartoon yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's fantastic. a cartoon vector oh my goodness so <laughs> a punch like that would work in, in an actual fighting situation uh, it's a superman punch you can see it in ufc over like every every one of the the last hundred ufcs you can see it oh yep so it's actually called a superman punch yeah oh, well there you go I was just kidding. Well, I see it in WWE. So yeah. in there, it's, 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 a, it's a cartoon, cartoon punch. But uh, yeah, I guess in UFC. I'll yeah, that was the Hulk Hogan finishing move. The leg, uh, <laughs> the, the, the kick. No, no, I think I've, I'm trying to remember who does. Some, one of, somebody has a super punch in WWE. It will come oh, to me. Okay. <laughs> Tanya. I, I, I don't, I, uh, I remember bits of this one. I, I have to rewatch everything. I remember bits of this one, but I didn't remember all of that. And uh, the, the washroom scene and him looking at the guy and, and the, the recognition that or he, him like looking at the guy that he needs to move over. And the, the first scene that we watched where, you know, Alexander's right in the middle and he's like, Wayne, look at me, look at me. So like th- he's learning, he's learning, like, don't, don't uh, go side by side. He's <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah, no, I, it, it's a good scene. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's fun. He doesn't have boundary issues for himself, but he does for other people for sure. All right. Let's uh, mm-hmm. watch yeah, the yeah, next sure. scene. Here we go. Number four. Wayne, how are you? Not bad, good, you not bad. Hold on, Wayne, 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 Wayne. Got time for the pleasantries, all right? You guys heard what the hockey coach is up to at the golf course? Uh, fuck golf. Fucking mm-hmm. ankle sock wearing sallies, that's all I know. That fucking twat says there's too much shit from Canada Gooses on a golf course. There's too much shit from Canada Gooses everywhere. Just keep your dog out of it and keep walking. Exactly. But get this. To curb the amounts of shits from Canada Gooses, that degenerate son bitch has put the wheels in motion to oil and grease up the eggs. Hot, Jimmy. The fuck you talking about oil and grease up the eggs? They start down the Canada Gooses' nests, put oil in Canada Gooses' eggs so they won't hatch. Oh, what? Some other Canada Gooses sit on their eggs and wait diligently. For them to hatch, but they never hatch. The Canada goose slings die inside the egg. What? 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 I've never been so irate in my whole fucking life. You don't fuck with Mother Nature. You don't fuck with that cocksucker. You don't fuck with motherhood. There's a special place in heaven for animal lovers. <laughs> That's all I know. Those are fucking Canada gooses. Those are Canada's fucking gooses. Canada gooses <laughs> are majestic, barrel chested. The enemies of all ornithologists. <laughs> leaders. Born and bred leaders. Canada gooses are van fucking guard. Van fucking guard. Guardians of the fucking galaxy. You know what? You got a problem with Canada gooses, and you got a problem with me, and I suggest that that one marinate. 
Now coach is an expert on can of gooses. Must be fucking nice. When I was coming up, you'd be lucky to even have can of gooses. Now we got so many, you want to start killing their babies. Must be fucking nice. You, you, you guys ever notice that as soon as there's a problem around here, everybody starts killing can of gooses. We ought to leave this world behind. Can of gooses made for life. They're just like you and me. These cocksuckers help each other fly when they're in the air. They'll go for each other. You know, you want to kill them for taking ships. You know, I saw two Canada gooses mount a swan one time, and you got to think that swan told her friends about it. You're goddamn right she did. I think we all need to take a good look in the mirror and ask ourselves where we would be without Canada gooses. We cannot allow this to happen. We will not allow this to happen. I'm about ready to put some anthrax in the fucking mail here. That's all I know. Oh, settle down, baby. Settle down. Hey! <laughs> to the golf course. And that, of course, is from season four, episode two, A Fuss at the Golf Course, Tobias. Uh, let me remind everyone that McMurray is a supporting character. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, so so much of that exchange, uh, you know, you, you, you get the, the wane. You know, I suggest you let that marinate. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite lines of all time on this show is uh, the envies of all ornithologies. <laughs> right. I mean, that shit is so goddamn funny. But anyway. <laughs> But in that in, in that exchange, you get um, so much of McMurray. And, and again, you know, I mean, his his appreciation of his wife, you know, we mate for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get, you know, some version of of of, you know, McMurray as 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 a, a green advocate, you know, and and the, the line that I've, I don't think I've ever heard anyone quote is uh, you don't fuck with motherhood and that you, that that, get, that yes. gets lost in mm-hmm. all these other more more uh, perhaps mm-hmm. quoted and quotable um, moments in this scene. Yeah, it's I mean, it's a strong scene. Great scene. And we saw it with the Mrs. McMurray. This is a strong McMurray's scene with the two of them um, for sure. And, and classic episode. Uh, yeah, you're right. This is supporting, uh, he's doing great job supporting what's going on on screen. Somebody mentioned that, uh, Oh, the hand motion for barrel chested always cracks her up. So yeah, when he's doing, when, and my favorite line in that whole thing though, I think it's, uh, is it Katie who says uh, a, a goose? I think a goose. Or no, a swan. Yeah, you got. You got to tell. Uh, uh, she told her friends about it. Yeah, you got to. You got to think. Yeah. <laughs> believe she told her friends about it. That's that's a fucking great uh, line. <laughs> um, yeah, Victor. Well, I think the best part of the scene is just the entry. <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't repeat it <laughs> verbatim, but the way the way McMurray comes in, you know, getting through the motions mm-hmm. quickly to get getting through the red tape to get to the point. Uh, I I love that passion. So and Wayne uh, you know, just putting uh, his finger yeah, around, yeah, yeah. wrap like, it up, wrap it up. Yeah. There yeah. we go. Now I I, I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Um, and then, you know, they love animals. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, I think we can make a, a list in double digits of people who are bigger pieces of shit than McMurray, mm-hmm. uh, including coach. Sorry, Cassie. Um, <laughs> so, 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 so I just love, I love, I love that scene. I love McMurray's in that scene because they're standing up for the right fight. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. I love it. Tanya. 
It, it's a great scene. Uh, he does so well when he's in amongst with everyone and, and plays off of everyone so well. Um, yeah, I don't know how that it's always entertaining to watch Wayne and him. Um, as, as you were saying, Victor, the, the, uh, um, beginning of their, their conversation and going back and forth, um, they do it so well and they, and they do it repeatedly. And I don't, I don't get bored of it. It yeah. is such a great uh, uh, banter that they have. Um, yeah, it's a great scene. We'll be seeing a little bit more of that, I think, in uh, future scenes here. Matt, what about you? Yeah, I mean, I'm just loving this continued Fifty Shades of uh, McMurray that we're seeing here. All the different personality traits, the different things we need to love about him. Um, and this is another excellent example in one of the best episodes. So, hurrah, let's keep going. All right, here we go. Oh, by the way, it's Roman Reigns who finishes his his opponents with a Superman punch. There you go. I'm glad you cleared that up. No idea who Roman Reigns is. I feel better for knowing that. Yes, me too. <laughs> Number three. Good you, not mad than you. And I knew that you were. Peter Patterson. Oh, I have some life-altering news for you. Well, we got about a half dozen townships watching, so hope it's not too personal. Ah, McMurray. Have a five point one five inch penis. <laughs> what? Ah, McMurray, have a five we, point. We heard you. Why is this news that you are telling us? Because, because <laughs> I spent my entire life thinking that I had a four point one five inch penis. So you're essentially fucking with a Snickers bar. Well, girth is the question mark. What changed? Did I say that? I was listening to Howard Stern this morning, and that's another thing I miss doing when we're here all the time. Fuck. Hit him with the hind. Hit him with the hind. And I learned that I have been measuring my penis incorrectly since the time I first measured it as an adolescent. How did you fuck that up? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Katie. I measure my penis every year, once a year on Boxing Day. Well, how come it's on Boxing Day? Oh, because that's when Mrs. McMurray's family leaves after a week-long stay for the holidays, giving us a chance to exchange gifts holy fuck now i pray to the good lord <laughs> jesus above every year at christmas eve at midnight mass please lord let me wake up let this year be the year that i give miss mcmurray a little something extra fucking catholic and yet every year on boxing day i pull the tape out and so you're essentially fucking with a three-quarter roll girth is still the question mark Glenn, you have no one to blame but yourself now. I've been measuring my penis wrong my entire life. How did you manage to fluff that up? As Mrs. McMurray goes and gets her Christmas lingerie on, I lie myself in bed and I get myself good and hard. Not a little hard. Good and hard. So fully torqued then. Full bars. Full Snickers bars. Holy fuck. I prop little Mac <laughs> down like so, and I lay the little tape Mac. on top of him like so. So he's pointing outwards. So uh, 90 degrees out like that. Exactly, dearie. Then I take the tape and I press it firmly against my pubic bone. And then I lay her down on top of little Mac. And? And 4.15 inches. Got some balls advertising that there, bud. Balls. Exactly. What the actual fuck are you talking about, McMurray? <laughs> I learned on Stern today that you are not exposed to measure from your pubic bone to the tip of your penis on the top side. You are, in fact, exposed to measure from your balls to the tip of your penis on the underside. Are you sure? Well, you don't argue with Stern. This, the correct mode of measurement, gives me one additional inch. 
and by clinical definition, a 100% average sized penis at 5.15 inches. I don't think I've ever seen anyone be so excited to be average. I don't think that method of measurement is accurate. Oh, Stern said it. Oh, he didn't say Stern says it. He says he heard it on Stern's. Hit him with the hand. I can Google it. Let's open the phone lines for this. Open the lines. J.D. Williams from Wallace Township, you're on. McMurray's a piece of shit. Huh? What kind of guy measuring is that? How do you keep a straight-up dime piece like Mrs. McMurray without pedestrian effort? You're essentially fucking her with a Twinkie. <laughs> Good one. Girth would still be the question. Oh, Glenn! Fuck you. Uh, John Highmiller from Elma Township, you're on. <laughs> Why am I not surprised you can't even figure out how to measure your own dick? You piece of shit. I am utterly baffled you got a ring on Mrs. McMurray. You should be tried for crimes against humanity. This is a fucking ambush. Brent Zerbrake from Howick Township, you're on. Holy fuck, McMurray, look at you shooting high stakes snooker with number two pencil there, buddy. Won't go ahead and tell your wife I rock eight inches in reality and nine if I measure in your punk ass way. Holy fuck, it's my fucking heart. It just breaks for that fucking masterpiece. <laughs> My wife is a very satisfied woman. Gary Hoskins from Lucan Badolf, you're on. Your wife is blow my brains out hot, McMurray. I would literally cut off my own arm to fuck her. I would 127 hours both my arms to fuck your wife. How about I cut them both off and stick them up your ass, you fucking... Sal Smith from Huron Kinloss, you're on. Hey, I was sitting here kind of sad for your wife because maybe she doesn't know any better, but I'm roofing with my friend Richard who fucked her in high school and he's a fucking Dutchman, so... Hey, ask her if she remembers Richard Vandenberg, McMurray. I took her to semi-formal in 03 and then took her down in my dad's Oldsmobile. Patricia Marie <laughs> Shuley from Georgian Bluffs, you're on. I fucked McMurray at a buck and doe in Drayton and four inches is a criminal embellishment. Patty? McMurray, if you were 10 <laughs> off the tee, I still wouldn't golf with you. Fucking end it. I think I might have a wee bit more time for cracking egg. Ronnie Schroeder from Woolwich, you're on. Mm, McMurray? Get the fuck out of the way with that peasant cock, you fucking novice. I would hand over one of my kids to suck on those tits. I'll go along dick style and throw my phone out along. Yeah. It's never such penis. Oh, poor McMurray. <laughs> Tobias. Um, first of all, this this is kind of I mean McMurray uh, an iconic McMurray moment, mm -hmm. and so I kind of felt like I couldn't leave it off the, mm -hmm. the list. Uh, I, I do want to say, I think for Victor's sake, at least, uh, I, I think that that was a longer scene than I, than I anticipated. Uh, I would have stopped that just before the phone calls, Oh, um, wow. that, which is, which is okay. Yeah. I, you know, but I, I know, I know how Victor felt about, you know, <laughs> f f calls number, you know, three, four, five, six, seven, and 10. That might, that might be uh, why I left it in, but go on. It's okay. <laughs> 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 um, oh, blue spatula comes out. All right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, but um, I, 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 not only is it an iconic moment, but you get a lot of um, there, there's a lot of physical comedy there. I think mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the interaction um, both with um, the skids and with Glenn 
reacting to 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 uh, McMurray, I think is is pretty fantastic. Um, and I mean the 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 beer spitting uh, from <laughs> perfectly timed the spit take from, yeah. really yeah. is, is just top notch. Yeah. Uh, which is you know, but anyway, I mean, I I really like that scene a lot. Um, uh, but yeah, I would I would have cut it. Um, beforehand victor for whatever it's worth I, you know, and i think the, you asked me the, the to, rest of it was not me is what i'm trying uh, to say I, I, yeah <laughs> i know it was it was it was the other piece of shit on the box <laughs> you might have asked me to and i might have left it in and victor you're first up go ahead <laughs> yeah so um you know uh, yeah he invited that i mm-hmm. guess by kind of going on air and talking about his knob uh, and i'm pretty sure sue johansson did say that it was six inches was the average so that kind of makes things a little worse for uh, <laughs> uh for mcmurray but Poor but yeah I, I mean um those phone calls it was just roasting i i think each one of the people like in 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 the show right mm-hmm. we know that it's uh it's it's uh Kisa. Kisa doing it but yeah. um it, the each kind of character calling in is a big bigger piece of shit than McMurray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and you know, so that was uncalled for, mm-hmm. uh, unnecessary roughness, uh, penalty for unnecessary roughness, blue spatula all, all, all in the field. Yeah. Um, I, I can see Tobias where you were saying that, uh, you would have cut it before the phone calls. Cause really, after the phone calls start, it's just his facial expressions. Like he says things here and there, um, but you just kind of get lost in all the different voices that uh, Kiso does for for all the different people calling in, um, and it kind of loses its its momentum there with him storming in and having his um, um, his moment of epiphany that he's he's got a larger penis than he thought he had. Um, the you're absolutely right though the spinning of the beer perfectly timed, um, and and he's just so he's so excited like he has he he to to announce it to everyone and be so excited and again you could party with him he gets excited over over small things and apparently it's his penis small things uh, i see what you did there matt <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know what my original comments were on this one but watching it again it's one of those ones like you 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 kind of feel bad. You feel bad for him mm-hmm. because I love his excitement. Like <laughs> if we could all be that genuinely excited about realistic expectations on things, right? Like people always want the big, the better, the the best of everything, but to have that kind of excitement over something that is, in his words, average, <laughs> you know, there'd be a lot happier people out there <sighs> and then they just break them down. So it's a weird scene, but I, I appreciated him, even though the subject subject matter aside, um, that kind of enthusiasm and pride in <laughs> in something so basic was was fantastic. And I, I they wish they applauded him rather than cut him down. Like Can like historic locomotives. What, what's that, Tobias? Can I make two more quick comments? Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course. Uh, the, the first thing is, is that uh, the first scene that we watched right for tonight, um, he says to Alexander, this is where our dicks hang out. Right. Right. Your, yours is like a mushroom in a cornfield. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is to say there's the, mm. you know, the, the, the dichotomy is very interesting. Fair enough. The, the, the other thing is, is mm. that note that he's, he's genuinely excited. That's true, but he's actually excited because he, 
because he's giving his wife an extra inch. Yes. That, that, True. That's, yeah. That's, Good call. Yeah, it's it's that, more that, about that, her than less about him. Right. That's 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 the big part of his excitement. Yeah. This is the mm. iconic McMurray scene, I think. I think if anyone, you know, tangential to the show, like doesn't know the show for much, but say, what do you think of the McMurray character? This is probably the scene everyone thinks about, right? Um, watching this again, yeah, uh, yes, I let it go long and i knew that victor would have a reaction to that that's that's why i did um but um i, I would love to know if uh, howard stern has ever seen this scene and and what his reaction to this scene is just f- like for the first half when there's when they're like oh, i learned it on stern and first of all did that was that ever a topic of conversation on on the howard stern show i mean i'm not wouldn't be surprised if it was oh i'm um, sure it was yeah and i just i would love to know what his thought of like if he's never heard of Lauder Kenny before, but somebody you know played the scene for him, how what he thought of the scene? It'd be fun to to see a reaction. Has anyone ever that. looked it up yet? If that is the true way to oh, to measure on um on the live stream here, they were saying uh, that uh, I don't have the dark web, so I can't look it up. That uh, <laughs> he's wrong. That it you do measure from the the pubic bone, but anyway, the pubic bone. Let's move on to I believe we're at number two. Number two. Ah, what's all the rumpus? Oh, we drank eight beers. Well, that's why I'm here. You said you was going to drink eight beer. Train's already left the station, McMurray. Yeah, honestly, McMurray, that train's two problems. It's away by now. Bye. Bye, train. Where's Derry? He'll drink eight beers with me. Derry's in Quebec. Quebec? Good fishing's in Quebec. I'm great fishing in Quebec. What, is there a fucking poutine festival or something? No, he went to get Anik back. By himself? You heard it here first. And none of you went with him. You can't go back to somebody who cheated on you and get any respect. Not in a small town. Wayne? Look, if she cheats... Or he... It's over. No exceptions. But... Darren's your friend. Oh, yeah. Darren's a good buddy, good buddy. And you let him walk into big trouble in Little Larsheen by himself in a room full of smoked meat, meat and bagel munching some bitches? Well, <laughs> well, he should know better. Yeah, but when a friend asks for help, use help him. I said, when a friend asks for help... We're going to Quebec. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, Tobias. Uh, this is from In It to Win It, season seven, episode six. Uh, when, I, when a friend asks for help, you help them. Mm-hmm. There's no exceptions. The, mm-hmm. and, and Wayne needs to be reminded of that on occasion. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he needed that reminder when Rold called. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, he needed that reminder when Rold called, and he needed that reminder now. But mm-hmm. this is this is a McMurray episode. Yeah, that's not a Katie episode. So the, the, this is this is the example, or this is the the scene. But I mean, there there are occasions when um, you know I mean, Wayne needs to be reminded of of the first rule kind mm-hmm. of thing. So first rule of Fight Club. Yeah, mm-hmm. when a friend asks for help, Tanya. Yeah, it's it's a it's a great scene that brings that message really to light that uh, he calls it out. And it, it again goes against McMurray is not a piece of shit. He's the one that's standing up for that for first rule. Like you don't let a friend uh, down. Right. And you and you help. And McMurray goes with them also. By the yeah. Way. 
Yep. Well, he would have to be the driver, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, he, he shows up. Because so. they were in it to win it. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, you know, he's all, he also just likes fighting guys from Quebec. So <laughs> he probably went, you know, for, for pleasure as well. Matt? Yeah, he continues to show his character. Mm-hmm. He's uh, extremely unselfish and highly loyal. Um, it's, you know, it often you could hear him ramble and you, it would come across very but himself. But you're right, the underlying tones of most of his rants and conversations there is something other than himself at the forefront and this is another great example of that so yeah not much else to say it's just a great it's a great pick about mm-hmm. mcmurray yeah solid pick and and it is kind of beginning the beginning of the uh mcmurray is, actually isn't a piece of shit kind of dialogue that people started having i believe you know up until then he was still even though he wasn't i think i think it was kind of a false equivalence but uh i think people were still echoing from the election mcmurray's a piece of shit and but then you get scenes like this and no actually he isn't like this is he's a solid stand-up dude with with uh values that he that he sticks to um and really so far the only time we've ever seen him being a piece of shit like you guys said was during when he was trying to cheat at the spelling bee and he wasn't the only one trying to cheat at that spelling bee as we as we know uh but uh great pick victor yeah, I, I'm. I I guess I'm not really sure what's what the first scenes, what the number one scene is going to be, but uh, this one is easily kind of the mic drop mm-hmm. for him not being a piece of shit. Um, he's the conscience of the of the entire village in this one, trying to get the troops together to do the the right thing, and it's like. And and I I'm, I don't think it's the only time either. I think I think there's a couple of other occasions where he's kind of uh, mm-hmm. the moral the moral compass. Um, so uh, definitely uh, agree that it's uh, in a top two for sure. All right. So we all we have left is number one, and I can't wait because this is an inspired pick, Tobias. I, I never would have considered this, but this is a great pick. Let's watch. Number one. Fuck's sake, McMurray, we found all the eggs. That's a lot of drink tickets. Time to play catch-up. Thanks for the help, good buddy. Well, I do like a good crossword puzzle too, Wayne, if you got any of those. Nutmeg cryptic, though, thank you very much. It's a good old-fashioned crossword puzzle with the appropriate amount of clue to space available ratio. I am, however, above word searches. I'm a simple man. McMurray? Mrs. McMurray and I actually got ourselves into Sudoku action down Minican. Group Sudoku action. Something about those numbers gains all the symmetry and the rationale and the group. McMurray! Wait! It wasn't down Minican. It was down Poco. McMurray, we finally found all the eggs, so she's time to get hammered. Pitter-patter. Let's get her. Well, you're welcome for finding all the eggs, Wayne, and you were right to call. I love clues and I love puzzles. I love games. I love everything. So they tell me. Hey, was I telling you about that fella I seen at the airport who was hanging a piss out, working on his iPad on top of the urinal, right? What could be so urgent? That is exactly what I said, Wayne. I said, what in the fuck could be so urgent? Thanks for the help, good buddy. Anything I can do, Wayne. When a friend asks for help, you help him, especially on Easter. Well, that appears to be all the eggs. Time to find the rest of the gang and tie one right on. Your terms are acceptable, Wayne. I am dying. (laughs) This is the third act. What's up? What's up? What the actual fuck are we looking at, McMurray? <laughs> oh, Wayne. 
<laughs> I've seen something like this down Caicos once, but there were a lot less dudes. <laughs> do you see? Do you see what I have given me? I do not extrapolate. Jesus is dying, yet he continues to march. We've skipped many details, but basically he is resurrected, <laughs> therefore he is... Not constrained by mortality, by time. He is the one who cannot be buried. What the religious call the anti, what the simple call the undead, but what you and I call, Rold, a zombie! <laughs> We're out of Gus and Brew, boys. No! This is our time, McMurray. Good enough. Ooh. Well, she's we no Gus and Brew, but I do love a puppet. But these puppet are things... You go. No, 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 go ahead, Wayne. This is your kitchen. Well, I was just going to say that, like... How beautiful goddamn these eggs are. Well, fuck, McMurray. Wait, what? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. I was just going to say <laughs> how beautiful and immaculately crafted those Easter eggs are. That's exactly what I was going to fucking say. You want to know what, McMurray? Man to man? Man to man. I really wish it wasn't it was so, so di difficult, difficult talking, talking to you all the time. time. That's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. And I know you were. And I know about you were. What? What? What did you just say... And I know about you were? No. Well, I'm pretty sure that's what I just heard you say. I don't think so. Okay, let's start no, over no, then. Let's start right from the Stop beginning. Stop talking. <laughs> I got something I want to say to you. The count of three. So at the count of three, I'm going to say it, and you don't talk. I'm right with you. So once again, I'll say something at the count of three. And then we you don't, don't want talk. difficulties. All right? I'm just going to do what you say. And then I don't talk. <laughs> Fuck's sake, McMurray, I'm joining the fucking zombie walk. <laughs> Good stuff, Wayne. Oh, you made some real progress there. Probably gonna be best friends soon. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, that is from the uh, super hard Easter Letter Kenny Easter special. Uh, and holy fuck, I'm gonna admit to you. For, well, you talk first, and then we'll we'll get to that. Um. I, I love this scene. I, I mean, I like this. It, it's, it's fantastic um, mm. for lots of different reasons. Uh, this is, this is one of the first times that you really begin to see um, some version of a budding relationship, even if it's awkward <laughs> uh, between McMurray and Wayne. Um, it's one of the very few times that you see anyone other than the four Hicks sitting around the table. Um, it's the first time I think it's at least the first episode where when you hear about uh, a dude rocking a piss with his iPad out, uh, <laughs> which turns into a whole thing later on. Um, oh, I wasn't sure of the timing of that. So, so that happens yeah. later. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I thought it was a callback um, to it happening already, but no, no, no. That mm -hmm. uh, later, later on, yeah. uh, when when um, with Marie Fred, yeah, he, when we went right when he when he goes to to mm -hmm. the Fort Lee Hotel, yeah, motel, whatever, and they're they're having dinner, and then the, and then there's that that longer exchange, yeah. Um, at any rate, um, so I mean, part of it is just the relationship. Part of it is the uh, the the continued awkwardness, kind of to the point I, Victor was talking about mm -hmm. when the McMurrays show up for at, at uh, fuss at the golf course, right? Um, 
Um, but part of it is that that you get a lot of um, plot and ends up, you know, I mean, dialogue is inspired mm. by that scene later. Yeah. Um, and that kind of thing. And, and I mean, it's it's just a it's it's a really, in my estimation, at least a, a genuinely fantastic scene. And, and, and it begins to, to sort of um, bridge the gap between the, the election and what, what you see with Wayne and Wayne McMurray later on. So mm-hmm. good point, Matt. Uh, I have to applaud you. I really enjoyed this McMurray journey. Um, you, you picked a lot of interesting angles and, um, I, I like what you did this last one in particular, it shows how similar they are, even though they're different. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, 100%. That's right. One of my notes. Yeah. 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 They're absolutely on the same level, but to the point that they like, it just annoys Wayne and, mm. Um, that's why they're always talking over each other. They're so yeah, the same. They're just they're the exact two good person, old boys. Yeah. They're the exact person. Exactly. Very yeah, they, they get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, which was wild. And I got to applaud the two of them in that while they're sitting around the table that I would love to have been a fly in that wall while they recorded that scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weirdly, I know there's a real stretch, but like the bear, when they did though, like we, I know you Al, Al and I were both fans of that show and anyone else had watched it, but that sort of talk over banter is very challenging to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the bear does it to the nth degree, but oh, yeah. just the two of them having to, the timing of all that is incredible. And it really created such a fun scene that you could feel the emotion, even when Wayne's frustration tops and marches out of there. Um, yeah, a big applause to the two of them and in, in, in putting that scene together because it just was so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, great I, list. I, I agree. Love the pick. Uh, unusual. Like I didn't. I wouldn't. Wasn't expecting this pick. And part of it was I completely forgot the first half of that scene ever took place. I do not remember that dialogue between uh, McMurray and, and Wayne at all. I remember the one yeah. when they're sitting at the, the at the table, but uh, that first part of the scene, don't remember it. I mean, obviously it happened. And I, I think we only, you know, when we reviewed Super Hard Easter, I probably only watched it like once or twice, like fewer times than I would normally watch a, an episode. But um, I loved it. Loved the zombie Jesus walk. And yeah, that was my big note here too, was how, how alike they are. And that's why they're always butting heads because they are so alike. Um, and, uh, yeah. And probably why, uh, McMurray yearns to be Wayne's best friend, <laughs> uh, because mm-hmm. they, they are, they are so like, uh, the whole talking over each other. It's funny you, you bring that up. Cause, um, I was listening to another podcast yesterday and they were talking about the movie Goonies and how I just watched that. Actually, That's, that's a Spielberg thing to do, right. Is to have yeah. lots of dialogue happening at the same time overlapping. So it's very confusing, but it's also very realistic. It's not, yeah, of course, people don't always talk in turns. In fact, people seldom do, um, especially in the, in the case of Goonies kids, kids are always talking over each other. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so love the pick and unexpected as far, like I thought it was an unexpected, uh, unexpected pick, but a very good pick Victor. Yeah. Uh, so great journey. I agree with Matt. Um, I think the scene without the context Tobias that you gave in terms of the importance of the scene and the connections that it makes and stuff like that, uh, just the scene on its own. I, I, the, the last part was certainly funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the funniest part of the scene, but I probably wouldn't have put it at number one, uh, kind of with just 
just as a, as a, as an encapsulated scene, probably for me, it would have been in a seven, eight range. Um, like for me, that scene where Murray, McMurray pulls up and has a whole conversation just with himself, <laughs> just to get it out of the way. Uh, for me, like that, that's probably for me the best McMurray scene in the whole series, to be honest. But um, yeah, overall, just a wonderful character development and uh, a really great case to, um, you know, you built a really great uh, business case as to why he's not a piece of shit. So uh, good job. He rests his case. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tobias, excellent job. Um, I, I would put this at number one. Um, it's a scene that I don't remember, uh, like Alan was saying, um, but it really does go to show the depth of how similar Wayne and him are and, and that friendship that they, uh, that they have. And, um, that, as you said, as he yearns to have, right. Um, again, he'd be a guy that I would definitely hang out with. He loves games. I am all about the games. <laughs> I, I, I'm, but, bring me on more games. I, that's what I always But he say. likes going down to Minikin. Go I wouldn't Minikin. go to Minikin with him. <laughs> that That's too far. No, no, no. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like, you know, very eager to get all the eggs and talk about the games that he likes playing. And, um, again, he's just an excitable person. And, um, I think that really comes across in this clip and, um, and yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great clip. And I love that Wayne and him get a moment to really bond with each other. All right. Uh, so just a few news items before we start with uh, final comments. First of all, I mean, this isn't news to anyone listening, but uh, Shorzy season two, episode three drops tomorrow in Canada. So uh, we're looking forward to that because apparently we might be uh, in that episode somewhere in the background. So looking forward to, to watching that. Um, and I have a listener comment. We haven't had one of these in a while, but, uh, and this one's a little long, but, uh, well worth the read here. Uh, good afternoon, TPS cast and crew. First and foremost, I have got to thank you for your podcast. I found it and started listening about a week or so back. Please don't worry. I'm not a degen from up country. I'm just now up to TPS 22 Modines two. Oh, he's got so much to go. <laughs> he's only on episode 22. I absolutely love the back and forth of your entire panel. Whether you uh, agree or disagree with each other, the respect you all have for each other. That's debatable. Um, opinions is super <laughs> soft and wonderful. So I so can't wait to see how you all tackle some of the episodes I haven't heard about yet. Please keep up the great work. Another side note, whether I agree with your ratings, I, whether or not I agree with your ratings, I love to see how you support your ratings. However, uh, uh, I would be an awful co-host. I'd rate every episode except at one as a fresh. I wonder which one that one was. Uh, my other rating would be sub compost, unfortunately. However, that's the only one out of 11 seasons now. Keep on doing such a wonderful job. And that's from Justin. Justin, thank you so much for the, the fun and lovely word. You have so much... <laughs> ahead of you and uh and yeah uh enjoy the ride we appreciate your your note here uh and yeah so that's that's it all we have left is final comments so daniel will go with you tobias thank you so much for what it was a wonderful evening and uh love again i can't emphasize it enough i love the deep dives, the, the deep character dives. And this was a great pick because McMurray is one of those uh, secondary actors that doesn't get enough love. And you've shown us the reason why he should, because he is 
um, very much, uh, you know, that positive person that isn't a piece of shit, um, except when he goes to Cancun. Um, yeah. Well, that, that for different strokes, right? I mean, he's not a piece of shit as long as everything's consensual. It's fine. Yeah. Great night. Thank you so much. Uh, Matt. Yeah, I mean, this whole week's been Tobias, Tobias, Tobias. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love that you came on this week too because it just yeah, rounded it out the week in a perfect way. Yes, um, your list was fantastic, man. Uh, I continue, you know, Tan. You kind of mentioned the these character views and and deep dives. What I love most about them is they're all coming from very specific points of view, right? Mm-hmm. If I put together and curated a list versus Victor versus Tobias or Altan, they would all be completely different with their own valid reasons. And mm-hmm. that's what I love about these is, is your perception of McMurray came through in, in stride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I really enjoyed it. And, and I'd love to see everyone's interpretation, of different characters and, and how they see them. Um, so this is a lot of fun and uh, it was a fantastic night. So thank you, Tobias. Yes. This week has been brought to you by the letter T for Tobias because we've had, <laughs> and it's it. Yeah. It was a hashtag Tobias tours, Toronto, 2023. Thank you, Casey for the hashtag. It was great. Great to see you on the weekend and yeah, co- great coincidence. I, I feel like these happen a lot with our podcast, uh, but the timing was perfect. You, we saw you on the weekend and you're, you're here now doing your uh, uh, McMurray deep dive. Busy week for you. Yeah, busy week for you. Um, um, you know, a lot of driving. So uh, when did you get in, by the way? You n- uh, never mentioned. When did I get in uh, where, home? Where? Get home. Um, Matt, what did I see you on Tuesday? Uh, was that Wednesday? Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, so, so Sunday was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and then up to Sudbury for Monday and Tuesday. Left pretty early in the morning on Wednesday, uh, had coffee with Matt and then got back at, I don't know, six or seven or something like that. Yeah. So you've had, you've had a week. We departed at like two 30 is when. Yeah. So that's probably right. Yeah. So you had a week, no one would have faulted you if you wanted to take it past this week. So we appreciate you coming on tonight. Uh, great job. Uh, and looking forward to, you know, doing this again with you sometime soon. Victor. Yeah, I think the journey you just took us on, uh, we could probably come up with the top 10 Tobias moments. Uh, <laughs> and and for me, kind of the number one Tobias moment would be when uh, I learned that you have trains in your blood. So I, I appreciate <laughs> that about you. Uh, and I, I look forward to future chats uh, about trains. And and you know what? Um, uh, Thank you for not telling him that while we were together, because that would have monopolized the entire day. <laughs> well, oh. no, because I I had your daughter. Uh, to- oh, Victor, <laughs> you would have been so proud of her. She took all the information that oh you God. gave her on trains, and then she poked the bear all day long oh, no, afterwards. You, you let him talk to her. Yeah, Dad, it was so much fun. It yeah. was so much fun. The, so just, the whole, the whole so day. Need to let people know who she is. So, oh, so our daughter. Yeah, when we visited, to, when when, Vi, when we got together with Tobias in Toronto, we brought our daughter with us uh, just because we had no babysitting, and was like, "All right, you're coming with us." And she, you know, she sat quietly while we had lunch, but then she opened up. I don't know what happened, but she wouldn't <laughs> shut up. And and Victor. <laughs> saw an opening. I had a big ass cookie. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, but, Victor but was, lo- loaded her up What was so with... comical was that they that Victor and 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 our daughter walked side by side, and and she started. She re- very quickly realized that he has a thing for trains. Started asking you a bunch of questions, and then shortly thereafter, Victor makes the comment, "I I see what you're doing," <laughs> and 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 then she was just giggling, and then still asking the questions, and then later she turns it around and, and, and starts saying to Alan, so, uh, do you know about this train? And then she was just like on him and telling him all about the trains. And it was, it was super funny. It was super, super funny. <laughs> yeah. She, she's a quick learner too. I, I, I gave her a full uh, scoop on how the braking systems work and hopefully she covered that with you, Al. Uh, but yeah, you know, she, she was just gave her. I gave her as much information as I could in the short time that we had. Anyway, um, oh, yeah, and she and I fun. should hang out more. I'll give her a lot more information about trains, and maybe we'll move on to planes next time. Wonderful. All right, thank you for that. <laughs> thank so you. Wonderful. Anyway, so back to you, Tobias. Thanks a lot. Um, you, you are you, you are fun on video, but even more fun in person, and I can't oh, wait to see you again. Hundred percent, right. Tobias. You have the last word. Uh, the. I've loved Letterkenny for many years. And, and as you all know, I've listened to this podcast for at least, I think, two years. This last week has been the best part of both of those things. Oh. Um, I mean, just sort of full stop. I mean, you, you guys are as wonderful in person as everybody says. Um, Matt, thank you so much for, for finding a, a, a way and a place. Absolutely. Mm. Like, it, it, it was you don't wonderful. need to thank me. It was just as, it was just as great for me, man. Um, you know, and, and, and I mean, it, it was, it was wonderful. And like I said, I think to more or less start off the show, the fact that it took us 45 minutes to say goodbye, um, <laughs> was indicative of how I think, yeah. I think I can speak for everybody, at least on, on the, on the live stream kind of, kind of thing. You know, I, I mean, I think that that, that is indicative of how, uh, we all feel about you and it's wonderful that you all feel about that, that way about us as well. We so, absolutely do. And thank you very much. I've, can, I've had a wonderful, wonderful week with you guys. We, we, we can call it the TPS goodbye. <laughs> 40, 45, the, the TPS leave, right? 45 minutes in a parking lot. Yeah. The TPS leave. Oh man. Thank yeah. you so much, bud. Uh, let's uh, play us off here with uh, your pick, which was, uh, uh, I mean, I guess you saw these guys live. I wonder if they performed this song live. It's called It's So Easy by De La Soul. What, not the chicken dance? Let's listen to this. Wall <laughs> dedication. Most deaf affiliation. representation. all of your Haitian. If money makes a man strange, we got to rearrange so that. What makes the world go round? Listen, I don't know. Gotta change how it's going. Yeah. If money makes a man strange, we got to rearrange so that. What makes the world go round? Listen, I don't know. And 
that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we're going to do a TPS Reacts uh, episode just because I need a light week. So, uh, uh, you know, come join us. We'll watch some uh, fun uh, behind the scenes or blooper videos from Letter Kenny, and we'll just have some fun laughing at it. Um, that's what we'll do next week. Don't forget, you can use a promo code PRODUSANDPOD for 20% off any purchase at DiabolicalCoffee.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, please tell a friend. Also, follow us on most social media outlets at PRODUSANDPOD. Thank you for joining us. Now we're going to go watch episode three of Shorzy season two on behalf of Tobias, Tanya, Matt, Victor, and myself. Sincerely, thank you for listening. It's been a great ride and have a great week. I'm sending out a greeting to my man, Darcy. I got a child, so I got to